Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out, and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey, girl. Welcome to the first episode of 2022. Y'all, I'm so excited that we have made it to a new year. Praise be to the almighty God. I am so, so excited. And I know I say this every episode, but I'm excited, y'all. It's a new year. It's a new time for us to be together and to grow and mature in the word. I'm so excited for us to be studying the Bible for all of 22, because that is the theme for Christian Girls Pop for all of this year, biblical studies. We're going to be reading together, learning together, growing together. And there's two things that I want to come from this year. I want you to get to know God and I want you to get to know his word. You do one and it helps the other. You get to know God, you want to get in his word. You get to know his word, you get to know him. So spend time in his word this year. Make sure you're following along. And a great way to follow along for this year's Bible reading plan is to make sure that you're a part of our 2022 newsletter. If you haven't already, you can go to our website at christiangoalspop.com and you can sign up for the newsletter. It will go to your email each week with the latest up-to-date news, events, as well as the layout for the reading plan each week. So very excited that you're here. You should have already seen the layout for this week. It's available on our social media at Instagram at Christian Ghost Pop and on Facebook at Christian Ghost Pop. And we are going to be starting off reading Genesis, Ephesians, a little bit of Psalms and a little bit of Matthew for this week. So before we get more into this episode, let's go ahead and pray. Jesus, thank you so much for bringing us into a new year. Lord, I pray that we use this time that you've given us here on earth to develop our relationship with you, to do all that we can for you and to glorify you in all of our actions. Lord, I pray that as we read this year, I pray that you give us knowledge, you give us clarity, you give us wisdom to be able to understand your word and be able to apply it to our lives. Thank you so much for your word that is here for us, for us to know what to do while we're here on earth. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So what this Bible reading plan is, I'm going to give a little bit of an explanation. It's called a thematic reading plan. So this means that it is based on themes. So we're not just reading front to back, cover to cover. We're taking a little bit of Old Testament, a little bit of New Testament, and blending them together as we're reading. And we'll be able to see the congruency of Scripture. And so that's one of my favorite things about this plan. It's not just reading just to read off a checklist or just to say that we've read for all of 2022, but it's a allowing us to really understand how the scripture plays a part together and how we can see God in all of it. So there are 39 books in the Old Testament and there are 27 books in the New Testament, which make up 66 books of the Bible. We will be reading all of them before the year's over. And that sounds crazy. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get stressed out. We're going to go through this together. So what we're going to be doing is you'll have the layout for the reading plan for the week. Each podcast episode will be released every Monday, and this will allow you time to either read before and then follow along with the podcast, or you can read after and 
really tie in what I've said on the podcast to apply to what you're reading. But what I will be doing is giving a summary of what we've read in each chapter and then talking about how we've seen God in this, what we've learned about God, which is one of the things I want you to know. I want you to know God. And so how can we learn about God through these scriptures? Now, if you want to go deeper, if you have more questions, if you teach others and you want to know even more in depth, check out CG Pop Bible Crew. You can go to our website and you can sign up for the Bible Crew. We meet once a month. We'll meet at the last Thursday of every month on Zoom, live Q&A. You get access to all of my notes when I go a lot more in depth in the notes than I do on the podcast just for the sake of time. And once once they're your notes, they're your notes. So I want you to have that access. And you also can get access to seminary level resources and it's only $5 a month. So make sure you sign up on our website so that you can join us and be a part. So now let's start. So we're gonna be, like I said, we're gonna be starting with Genesis and Ephesians. We're gonna end up going into Matthew and then we're gonna have a little bit of Psalms that will be thrown in throughout the entire Bible reading plan. Psalms is kind of mixed in throughout as it applies with the Old Testament and New Testament. So with Genesis, Genesis is the first book of the Bible and it's the first book of the Old Testament, obviously. And Genesis means beginning, which is fitting because it is the beginning of the Bible. So, and it also talks about the beginning of creation. And so it's a very important book. It lays the foundation of the world and we get to see God from the very beginning. So with Genesis, it's assumed that Moses is the author of this book, as well as the four sequential books, which are Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And all five of those make up what is called the Pentateuch. So that is a little bit about Genesis. And then Ephesians, flipping over all the way to the New Testament. Ephesians is the 10th book of the New Testament. And the author is Paul. He also wrote 12 other books in the New Testament. So what Paul did, he wrote epistles or letters. So he was going around traveling. He was a missionary. and He would go around to the different churches writing to them. And these are the letters that we have because those also apply to us as well. So in Ephesians, he was writing a to the church of Ephesus, which is in Asia. And scholars say that this letter was actually probably written while he was in jail. He was put in jail for preaching the word of God. And it's believed that he wrote this book while he was in jail. So Genesis emphasizes the origin to humanity, sin and creation. Ephesians, on the other hand, emphasizes doctrine and instruction and practical Christian duties. And some of the major themes there is the body of Christ and unity. And then, like I said, we'll also be throwing in Psalms here and there. The Hebrew title for this book is a book of praises. And that's exactly what it is. It's a lot of poems and um, it's a lot of poems. It's, it's actually a poetic book that is compiled together. And there's several different authors. The main author is David, but there are also other authors that write in the book of Psalms. And it's all about praising the Lord. There's It's really real. It's raw. It's genuine. It's transparent. That's why a lot of people really enjoy this book. And so that is a little bit about Psalms. They also will use these Psalms for worship. They would sing these Psalms like hymns, like we would do in church now. So that's a little bit of introduction about the books that we are going to be reading. So now what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to break down each day. For this podcast, we're going to be doing days one through eight, just because of how the days fall in the calendar. 
And each day I'm simply going to give a quick summary about what you should read, what you'll read in that chapter, and then I want to talk about what we learn about God and the theme because that is how we are able to apply it to our lives now. It's cool to just read stories and say like, oh, cool, that thing happened, but it's even better for us to be able to apply it into our own lives. So starting with day one, we read Genesis chapter one and two, Ephesians chapter one, and Psalm chapter 148. So Genesis chapter one is all about creation. And then Genesis chapter two, we read about how God rests. He breathes life into man and plants the garden of Eden. These are things that if you've ever grown up in Sunday school, you've heard a lot of these being taught over and over again. And then in Ephesians in chapter one, this tells the story of the gospel, what Jesus did and who Jesus is. And it's very important because a lot of times people think that we don't read about Jesus until the New Testament. But with God being a Trinitarian God, that means that Jesus has always been in scripture and now that we're reading both old and new testament together we're able to see the congruency of scripture so it's very important to read about the story of the gospel because now as you're going back and forth from old testament to new testament you're seeing what was done here and how it affected what took place in the new testament it's so cool to see those things come together so that's Ephesians chapter 1. And then Psalm chapter 148, is a, it's singing praises to the God who created all these things. Singing praises to the God who created the sun, the moon, the stars, the heaven, the earth. And that is what we see in day one of our reading. Now, some things that we can learn about God from day one. We realize that God created all things with intention and he is worthy to be praised for all that he created. So some of the themes that we just see in in day one is God's creation and God's sovereignty. Like he had to be so sovereign to be able to put all of this together. Like we can't think of stuff like that in our own doing. We just can't y'all like we there's so much that we don't even understand about earth and about the world and space and the universe and galaxy and all the stuff there's so much that we don't even understand scientists still just don't get it so we see god how sovereign god is and it's really cool moving on to day two which is sunday january 2nd we read genesis chapter three and four and then ephesians chapter two so in chapter three of genesis we're reading about the fall of man and this is a huge huge very important chapter This chapter changed the trajectory of history for all of us. What we read about in chapter three is why we live in a broken world, why we live in a sinful nature, why we're born into that and why we need Jesus to come and save us. It all has to do with chapter three. So not that you should be skimming over any chapter, but do not skim over chapter three. Make sure you read it. Make sure you understand it. This is part of the gospel. Now, the entire book of the Bible is is part of the gospel, but this specific part is literally mentioned. If you're going to tell the gospel story, that like if you're trying to tell a non-believer about the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ, you can't skip out on telling them about how we got there and how we needed Jesus because of what happened in this chapter of how humans disobeyed God and brought sin into the world. So, This is an important chapter. Make sure you read it. Okay? Anyways, all right, I'm done yelling at y'all. Anyways, chapter four, Cain kills Abel. This is the first murder in the Bible. And it's crazy. Now that sin is in the world, people just out here living crazy. And now, Ephesians chapter two, we read of the mercy of God through Christ Jesus and what he did for us. We're reading more about like, wow, this is what Jesus did. Now, remember, this is what I just talked about. In order to tell the full story of the gospel, you have to talk about the fall of man. And now when you read about Ephesians 2 in the same day, you're reading about what humans did, but then what Jesus came to do and how he fixed it. And it's like mind blowing because it's like, oh my gosh, 
wow, this is what Jesus did. This is who he is. He's amazing. So this is probably one of my favorite days. I know we're only two days in, but like, ah, it's just a, it's such a good reading. So some things that we can learn from this reading, we can read that God is just. And when I mean that, he serves justice. He's fair, but he's also so merciful because look, Adam and Eve messed up. They did all this wrong. And then bam, God was like, all right, I'm gonna give you all some grace. He didn't kill them. He kicked them out of the garden, but he didn't kill them. That was already showing mercy. And then we read about it in the New Testament. Jesus is the ultimate sign of mercy. Like it gets no better than him. And so that's something really important for us to know. So if you're taking notes and you're really wanting to know, what can I get from this reading? This is it. God is fair. He's merciful. And in our mess, he desires relationship with us, which is amazing. The God who created the entire universe wants a relationship with you. So some themes are God's mercy, God's grace, and having that relationship and communion with God. All right, day three. All right, so for day three, we have Genesis chapter five and six, Ephesians chapter three, and Psalm chapter 12. So for Genesis chapter five, it's all about genealogy. Now I know, I know y'all, I know that y'all about to look over those names and be like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I challenge you, if you're listening, I challenge you to at least try to pronounce every single name. I know it seems like, oh, this is so boring, whatever. But dude, genealogy is so important because the genealogy is showing us it's all going to lead up to Jesus, which is so cool. It doesn't end that exact moment, but it leads up to Jesus, which is amazing. Genealogy is important. God cares so much about each generation. And that's what I want you to know about from that chapter is that God, it's obviously important to God enough for him to include it in the Bible. He cares about every generation, which is amazing. And then chapter six, God gets ready to judge the world, but he spares Noah. He spares Noah and his family. So basically everybody was cutting up y'all. Like remember sin came in the world in chapter three. And then since then people just been losing their minds. Cain killed Abel and it just went downhill from there. And so God was like, all right, y'all are a hot mess. I'm, I'm merciful, but I'm also fair. I'm also just, y'all gotta go. So he's about to wipe everybody out. But Noah was in right standing with God. So he was like, look, I see you, man. You're living for me, even though nobody else is. I'm gonna spare you and your family. Very important for us to remember. So make sure you keep that in mind. So that's Genesis chapter five and six. And then in Ephesians chapter three, we read of God's grace demonstrated through Jesus. Once again, we're seeing God's attributes as we're getting to know God and getting to know his word. We're seeing God's attributes. We're seeing his characteristics. It's the same thing like spending time with someone that you, you know, you want to get to know. The more you get to know them, the more you hang out with them, the more you see great qualities about them. You see, wow, they really are really kind, man. They're really giving, you know, you get to see these things as you spend time with them. So we get to see. God's grace demonstrated through Jesus. And look, there's grace already here. God was sparing Noah. He was like, look, I got you. Like, I'm gonna spare you and your family. So we already get to see God's mercy, which is really cool. And then in Psalm chapter 12, we read of God preserving those who live righteously. Who are we talking about? Noah. So y'all see the congruency? Isn't that cool how they set it up? Like, shout out to the person who created this Bible reading plan. It was not me. I just did some research and found it. But it's really cool because when we see how the Bible ties into each other, we want to just, like, it helps us to understand and learn more, which is really cool. So some things to know about that is that God will pass judgment when necessary, but he is still merciful to the righteous. Like, judgment day is coming, right? But if we're living right, if we're good with God, we shouldn't be scared. We don't have to worry. God will spare the righteous. 
All right, day four. That is Genesis chapter seven and eight, and then Ephesians chapter four. So in Genesis chapter seven, now God floods the earth. He was like, look, I gave y'all a heads up. All right, it's time. Let me flood the earth. So he floods the earth. He's starting all the way over because, like I said, people was being ratchet, and he had to he had to clean some things up. You know, God is holy, and he he can only take so much of this ratchetness. You know, people crazy. So that's chapter seven, and then in chapter eight, the flood ends. So there's so much you can read in those chapters, and you'll hear a lot of preachers preach from those chapters, talking about Noah's obedience and how Noah prepared, even though he didn't see the rain, and how God spared him and his family. There's so much good stuff there. Like I said, I am simply summarizing it up, and there's just so much goodness there. But make sure you're taking time to really read it in depth. And then Ephesians chapter four, we're reading about different commandments that God wants us to obey. Now, God gave Noah commandments and he had to live those out. God gave commandments to Noah about what to build, how to build it as he was building the ark. And if Noah didn't do it right, he was going to die. Like if you really think about it, if Noah thought he knew better than God, if Noah thought that he didn't have to listen to God, he was not going to be spared from the flood. And because of Noah's obedience, that is how his family was spared. So this is something important for us to see as we're talking once again about the congruency of scripture. If we're reading commandments that God wants us to obey, then we need to live a life like Noah. We need to live with this with this faith, knowing that we may not understand everything. We don't always understand why God wants us to do certain things, but there's always a benefit. There's always a reward for obedience to God. And another thing for us to know, God desires holiness and God wants his people to live for him. God desires holiness. He wants his people to live right. He had to, he had to cancel some people out because it was too much sin going on. That's something for us to realize. God desires holiness. God wants us to live a life for him. And we can do that by studying his word and getting to know what he has already written for us. Day five. For day five, the reading is Genesis chapter nine and 10, Ephesians chapter five and Psalm chapter eight. So for chapter nine, we read about God's promise to the world that came through the rainbow. God promised to never flood the earth again. Now he said, I'm a judge y'all. And he has judged several times since then, but it has never been through a flood. God keeps his word. And then chapter 10, we read about some post flood genealogy. So now we're kind of like rebuilding the human population again because it was just Noah and his family so they're like starting over so now we get to read some more about post-flood genealogy once again y'all I challenge you read the names you may not know how to pronounce it but just try it just so you don't just skim over it I want you to take it seriously this is how we're able to grow in our reading And for Ephesians chapter five, once again, we're reading about more commandments to live by. And so as we're reading this for day five's reading, we realize that God is a God of covenant. He is all powerful and yet he still desires covenant and communion with us. And now he's still desiring that covenant and communion with us. He sent his son so that we can have this communion with him. And one great way to be in communion and be in covenant with God is to live out the commandments that he has for us. And for Psalm chapter eight, we read about God's majesty and how God is a creator of the world. Remember, that's that's all about praising God for who he is and what he has done. My God is a creator. He's amazing. Super cool. Day six, this reading is Genesis chapter 11 through 13 and Ephesians chapter six. So in Genesis chapter 11, we read about the Tower of Babel and the genealogy that leads to Abram. Now, Abram, my guy, he later gets his name changed to Abraham. You may have heard about him. He is 
the goat of the Old Testament. Well, one of the goats. He's a beast. He's such a man of faith. He's mentioned in Hebrews 11, which is considered the faith chapter for his faith. Like he is an amazing man of God. And so remember when I talked about how important that genealogy is, this genealogy now leads to Abraham, which is eventually going to lead to Jacob, which is eventually going to lead to Jesus. All of these people play such an important role in the most important person of all, which is Jesus. Genealogy always matters and God cares about every single generation. So that's chapter 11. Chapter 12 uh, like one of my favorite chapters, this verse kept me through a very difficult but rewarding transition that I did in 2021. And it just so it's just so inspiring. And this is about Abram following God in obedience. God le- calls him to go leave everything that he knows, go into a foreign land. And it's simply because God told him to God gives him God gives him promises and God comes through. And this is what we can read about in Genesis chapter 12. Very cool portion of scripture to read about as you're really learning more about obedience. And then chapter 13 is all about the Abrahamic covenant. That's what it's called, which is basically when God made a covenant with Abraham. So if, for instance, if God were to make a covenant with me, I would call it the Stephanie covenant. So this has just been, it's been named and scholars will refer to it as the Abrahamic covenant because it was a covenant made with Abraham. So that's Genesis chapter 11 through 13. And then Ephesians chapter six, one very important. We keep reading some more about like practical things that God wants us to live by. And then the last portion of that is verses 10 through 17, talking about the armor of God. And you may have once again, also learned about that in Sunday school as well. It's not just something cute to learn in Sunday school. This is something that we should be applying to our lives. So one great thing that we can really see from this is that God's promises are truth and we can believe them. We can believe them. And that's so important for us to just trust and hold on to that our God is a God of covenant and he's a God of promise. All right, two more days left. For day seven, the reading is Genesis chapter 14 and 15, Matthew chapter one and Psalms chapter 47. Now we have gone through a whole book already. In one week, you have already gone through one book of the New Testament. That is amazing. Now we're moving on to Matthew chapter one. And I will give more explanation about the breakdown and the intro to Matthew in next week's podcast, because then we will really be focusing a lot on Matthew because we're going to hang out there for a while. Ephesians only had six chapters, so that's why we got through it pretty quick. Matthew has more than six, so we'll be hanging out there for a while. But in Genesis chapter 14, a war takes place. Abraham's nephew is taken captive. Abram fights back and wins, and he gets Lot, his nephew, back. So now it's getting juicy. We're getting some like drama. And y'all, let me tell you, people will try to tell you that the Bible is boring. They're boring. Anybody that says that, and if that's you, sorry, but I'm, I'm just saying like the Bible is juicy. It's like a novella and a whole nother level. It's like the best soap opera that you've ever watched. The It's better than any TV show. Like they got some crazy stuff. Anything that you've watched on a TV show is in this Bible. Like, Cause my gosh, it gets crazy. So it's getting juicy with the drama. And so that's what we read about in chapter 14. Now in chapter 15, God makes covenant again with Abram. He makes it, he's, he's letting him know the promises that he has. Remember, God is such a God of covenant and the same God that made a promise with Abraham wants to make a promise with you as well. 
Now, in Matthew chapter 1, we read about, what's that big word again? Genealogy. We're reading about the genealogy, but this time, this genealogy leads to Christ. Now, if you really want to get a breakdown, you can look at the names and see how they, see how the names in the Old Testament have, are found in the, in the New Testament genealogy. You can really go for that. I encourage you to do it. It's pretty cool. Some of it, if you're going along with the reading, you haven't read about those people yet because we haven't gotten there in scripture. But this is genealogy to my favorite person ever, Jesus. And Psalms chapter 47 is all about praising God, which we always want to do because, you know, he's good. So with the theme, once again, we're going back to covenant and God's covenant withstands time. We can see the Abrahamic covenant through all of these scriptures. And it's just, it's not just for Abraham. It's for generations and generations and generations. And God's covenant was with Abraham, but it was fulfilled through Jesus. And it's just really cool to see once again, how sovereign God is, how congruent the scripture is. And as we're reading this, this just allows you, if you've ever had doubt about the Bible of if it's real or who wrote it or blah, blah, blah. The more you see how congruent it is, the more you see how so many different pieces play a role all together and how they all correlate and they don't contradict each other, you will see the beauty of God. You will see the beauty of God and it just allows you to really find confidence in the scriptures. So that is day seven and last but not least. And and real quick, just real quick, I want to say one more thing about the genealogy in Matthew chapter one. Jesus came through Abraham's lineage. Jesus came through Abraham's lineage. Literally, Matthew chapter 1, verse 1 says, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. It literally is showing you like, this is the covenant that I made with Abraham. And now look at the ultimate fulfillment of it. It's Jesus. Y'all, the Bible is so good. So, so, so good. And last but not least, the reading for day eight is Genesis chapter 16 through 18 and Matthew chapter 2. So in Genesis chapter 16, Ishmael is born. He's a son of Abraham. It becomes a whole issue. God told him he would have a son. They couldn't wait on God. And now they've had this little ratchet child named Ishmael who created so many problems. And to this day in the Middle East, there's still conflict because of Abraham's decision. So if y'all don't learn nothing else, don't go ahead of God. Okay. Don't rush God because you're going to end up birthing ratchetness that you don't need. Okay. That's the breakdown for today's scripture, but that's Genesis chapter 16 In Genesis chapter 17, Abram gets his name changed to Abraham and Sarai, his wife, her name gets changed to Sarah. They both get their names changed by God. And then they receive a promise of a son that will be born to them in old age. I'm going to give you a sneak peek. His name is Isaac. We'll read about him, but Isaac is the good one. Ishmael's cray cray. Isaac is the good one. And that's the promise that we receive from God. And then chapter 18, once again, they receive a promise to, they receive a promise that they will have a son in old age. Also in chapter 18, Abram begs God not to destroy Sodom, which was a hot mess of a city. You may have heard of Sodom and Gomorrah. It was just like a sin filled city, all kind of, all kinds of craziness happening there. And Abram begged God not to destroy Sodom. And then in Matthew chapter two, we read about Jesus's birth. We read about it more in detail in Luke, but for Matthew chapter two, we get a little bit of just a sneak peek of Jesus being born and the wise men come to worship him. 
Herod tries to kill Jesus, and then Joseph and his family have to flee to Egypt. So this is part of the Christmas story. We just celebrated Christmas like a week and a half ago. And this is part of the story of the birth of Jesus. You may have heard the story at Christmas plays, nativity scenes, all that. This is the actual scripture that goes with that. And so one thing we really see in all this is God's faithfulness and his mercy. God was faithful to Abraham and Sarah to give them this son, even though they already had messed up and they were in old age, he still was faithful and promised them that they would. And he also was faithful and merciful because he didn't destroy this ratchet city of Sodom, who was turning up in the worst way possible. They were not living for God at all. And so for a portion of time, I'm probably giving you a spoiler alert, but Sodom does end up getting destroyed. <laughs> but um, in chapter 18, God has a mercy. He gave him a little bit more time to get right. And so God is merciful. And so that is the first eight days of our Bible reading plan. If you're taking notes, feel free to pause, take notes, do as you need to. I don't want you to just read this for the entire year just to say you read, just to say you've read the whole Bible in a year. If you read and you don't apply, it means nothing. I've done it before. I've read just to read, just to, just to do it. And I wasn't applying it. I wasn't living for Jesus. And it wasn't helping me because all I was doing was just creating a habit. And I mean, I guess that's a decent habit to have. But what's the use of knowing scripture and not applying it? You know, it's kind of just like, there's no point. So I really want you to take this to heart. I hope that you learn something. If you're, like I said, if you're wanting to go more in detail or if you're wanting all my notes, Make sure you subscribe to CG Pop Bible Crew. You will get the notes, all of my notes sent to your email. You can have them at your disposal. It's all the breakdown of all the chapters. There's a lot of scriptural references that I have written out. And I go in, I go even into more detail about the congruency of scripture on my notes. So make sure you check that out. I hope that you learned. I hope that you enjoyed this. And I hope that you stay reading for the year of 2022. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you haven't already, check us out Facebook and Instagram at Christian Ghost Pop. Go to our website, ChristianGhostPop.com. Check out our merch. And if you would like to donate, you can donate on Venmo at Christian Ghost Pop, on Cash App at Dollar Sign Christian Ghost Pop, and on PayPal using the email address CGPopDonate at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that.